welcome to When Calls the Hallmarkies. This is the show where we recap two episodes of what's been happening on When Calls the Heart on Hallmark Channel. So much fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Ruth Hill's here. Hey, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. How are you doing? You have a good Easter? Yeah, I had, I had a very quiet Easter. So it was mm-hmm. very, very good, very quiet. And it was nice. Yeah. Well, I had a very good Easter, especially compared to last year. <laughs> Just the worst. Oh. Because <laughs> I was okay. all alone in quarantine last year eating spam oh. by myself. <laughs> oh. So it wasn't good. But this year was way better and it was really fun. I got to have a dinner with my brother and my mom. And so that was always, always fun. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right, well, let's dive in. It's been two pretty fun episodes of When Calls the Heart. I kept thinking, oh, this is this is going to be a good recap. It's going to be fun. And yeah. so it starts out with our episode six, No Regrets. And in this episode, uh, Elizabeth uh, starts increasing her uh, interest in Lucas, apparently at least, uh, Rosemary still struggling to know her purpose with the selling of the, uh, of the dress shop. Lee talks to her about that. We get some revelations about that. Carson's struggling to decide what he wants to do with this opportunity in Baltimore. And Clara and Jesse are struggling with their issues because he spent all their money. And there's a new man in town, a young man named Christopher mm-hmm. that we learn as Gowan's son. So it's pretty big reveal, yeah. pretty exciting. And so overall, what did you think about this episode? Oh, I, I, I loved it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I honestly have no complaints with anything in the show really in this season mm-hmm. i mean probably the only thing i would have loved to have seen and it's not their fault i would have been nice to have had more kids involved and glad we'd be able to see the kids but i understand because mm-hmm. of covid they were not able to have the kids much so i do understand that completely but i have loved the storylines how how rich the storylines have been um and just i i've I've just thoroughly enjoyed them. I, I, I really have. In fact, I've really struggled to live tweet because I would rather just sit and watch the show mm-hmm. than yeah. sit there and live tweet. Right. Uh, yeah. And there's also some, we'll talk about what's going on with Ned and Florence. That's also a big thing in this episode and then yeah. even more oh, yeah. in the next. So oh, yeah. we'll talk some more about that. But yeah, I overall enjoyed this episode as well. I thought it was entertaining for when calls the heart. We have a lot of, uh dynamics going on with the different characters and i think the only thing that maybe i i'm starting to get a little frustrated by the lack of a choice i want her to make a choice <laughs> uh, i i i want her to pick lucas but i don't really care at this point i'm a little tired of the oh. is she going to is she not going to almost kiss not kiss mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just getting a little tired of it but that's just that's not a big deal for me Mm -hmm. i'll be honest um no i i I, um i'm a little bit concerned that there are two doctors in hope valley and i don't know if hope valley can can sustain two doctors that that's something that that has been 
on my mind and I'm just I'm not sure how that how that's going to look and 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 I'm not saying it to try to you know say oh yes I know some people are wanting to Mm -hmm. say all sorts of things about different characters leaving and stuff but but it's not as much that I just don't know exactly where that storyline is going to end up and how they maintain that that's yeah I wondered that going into the season, how they were going to have two doctors in Hope Valley. And I'm still wondering it. And I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see a departure from one of them, especially the way, the way that faith is talking about, we're not really married. We're not, you know, I don't know. You should go and do it. I kind of, wondering if maybe she will be the one to yeah unless paul is tired of it for or wanting to move on for some reason <laughs> oh, uh, i i yeah i i, I kind of doubt that i think it's just it's i just i'm at a wait and see mentality and mm-hmm. you know trying not to jump too far ahead but but sometimes i'm just kind of thinking where is this where's this going and i'm i'm not so but i'm glad i'm not ready i'm I'm glad I'm not having to write the show. I mean, yeah. I'm very grateful. I'll just sit back and watch it. One thing that I noticed about both of these episodes is I thought that both of them were way more faith-based focused than we've seen in yep. a long time yep. on When Calls the Heart. Yep. And I was curious if you had any guesses of why that might be. Uh, I didn't know if maybe this John Tinker, if he maybe would be a reason. What do you think? I tend to think that now I don't know for sure, but I tend to think that John Tinker has a hand in it. I, yeah. I say that because I can even remember season one, Chesapeake Shores, that um, Brendan Penny's character, if I remember correctly, mm. talked about being baptized. And it was kind of like an unusual thing. It was like he's being baptized and going to church. And I was kind of like, well, this is interesting. And I didn't know John Tinker much at that point. So I tend to think that, of course, I mean, you've got Brian Bird. You've got Michael Landon Jr., who are both men of faith. And I know that they created the show. We don't see them pop up as much. I realize that. But but I I just tend to think that that there may be something in that I, I, if it's it's um it's for for those of us who are people of faith it's nice to see i don't know how and how it's falling with you know how other people feel about it i i would be actually interested i think that'd be it'd be interesting to know what your people who are watching the recap i'd love to yeah. I'd, I'd love to see what they have to say about it because especially for those who are not people of faith is now i don't think they're giving the gospel message or trying to like push yeah push uh um the Bible and, you know, and all that stuff down people's throats. Um, I think they're handling it really, really well. I don't, I don't feel like they're, they're trying to do that. I think maybe people are willing to listen because of the pandemic and they just, maybe they're looking for some hope. And so that's when people turn to faith and maybe, maybe people, maybe people are enjoying that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to know. Yeah. I love be- it. Yeah, it would be very interesting. Put in the comments if you have any thoughts on this. We would love to hear because it has been a long time since there has been even a pastor in Hope Valley. And even when there was a pastor, he was really more of a love interest for Abigail. He wasn't really a pastor. 
I mean, I feel like the last time that I remember anything kind of spiritual was when there was uh, the whole thing way back, I think it was season three or four with the fire and the woman getting accused of setting the fire and that whole plot. That was a long time ago. So yeah, that was interesting. And we have Joe kind of as he he was kind of a pastor. We don't really know. There's something sort of mysterious going on. We'll find more about, I'm sure, in coming weeks. So Clara is kind of venting uh to Jack about I mean to Bill about Jesse. And Clara basically has three jobs at all times. Like, what is going on? She's like working at the diner. She's working at the hair salon. She's working at the at dress shop. <laughs> no wonder she's mad he took all his her money. She's working three jobs. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so yeah, I would be pretty ticked off too. Yeah. If uh so she has kicked Jesse out out of the yeah. house. He's staying at the salon. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty you know, I want to say, though, Ava, she is now I enjoyed her. I've, I've, I, I mean, I've always have enjoyed her. Her growth in that character, the way that she has um, the way that she has just come along and um, and you've, you've watched the maturing of Clara right along with her as an actress and it's just amazing i mean you think of you know her starting out when she was you know i mean i don't know exactly how old she was when she started out you know probably 20s i'm assuming yeah it's just amazing i mean where that character's come from because i clara was was there wasn't a whole lot to clara when she first entered the series i mean you didn't get a lot from her and now it's like, yeah and I'm I just, personally, I'm, I'm, she, she's blown me away. Yeah, she's very good. And she has kind of an old soul, I think, about her, at least in her performance yeah. here. Yeah. And even in yeah. Grashel Mysteries, there were times when I felt like she had kind of an old soul about her. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that there's something to her for these kind of period roles, kind of like Kira Knightley yeah. in that way. Like she just sort of suits yeah. Oh, yeah. these kind of cool. character, like you know, these Regency kind of roles. Uh, but yeah. I need a, I feel like we need a little more humbling from Jesse. I feel like I, I, he's been kind of like, oh, this was a pain. But no, this is like a big deal. He should be upset. He yes. should be crying. I, I He's not quite doing it for me in his reaction to all this. Well, he's, I think he's being, he's probably being very much like a man of that time era. Well, mm-hmm. I'm the man in the family. I can do with the, the money what I what I what I want. I mean, there probably is something to that, and I I, I have a feeling we're we're I have a feeling that humbling is coming. I don't think I so. that they're gonna break. I, I don't I don't really think they're gonna break up. What I love, and I keep telling my mom every time I see it, I said I love that we're seeing problems between them because you don't yeah. see that in Hallmark. You, and I love it's like it's like yes, that's having a problem. I mean. That probably sounds sad to be sitting there like cheering for problems, but we don't see it yeah. as much at Hallmark. So it's not for, I, I think. I agree. I do like the fact that they are a flawed couple, a new couple. And, but I, I just feel like I don't want them to break up, but I want him to be a yeah. little bit sadder and a little bit more. I just feel like he's treating it like, oh, he, I don't know, insulted her food or something like that. Like just some 
thing that made her mad. Now this is like a big deal. It is. So yeah. he needs to be a little more, a little I more penitent, penitent. I agree. I agree. So that's my thoughts. But, um, but then we get. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah. So then Clara and, and Hickam is pretty funny in this little interaction. She's going to cut Hickam's hair in one of her many jobs. And uh, he, it's ladies day evidently, but he got a $2 a week raise and so he tries to like bribe her kind of or whatever that was fun i enjoyed that whole little dynamic yeah oh yeah okay that's good <laughs> oh yeah yeah i love i love that we're getting to see a little more from hickam in these two episodes i mean we're not seeing a whole lot but we're seeing a whole lot more at least we're seeing mm-hmm. we're seeing more from him and and i I, I'm thinking, yes, long may that continue. Let's have more Hickam. We like Hickam. <laughs> yeah, me too. So Florence uh, has uh, these, Florence and Ned have these uh, interactions together and they're sort of flirting. He puts the bell on the door so that they can have their privacy. <laughs> That's pretty fun. And are they going to touch hands? Which is basically, like, I want to say, like, when calls the heart second base is like the hand touch, I think. <laughs> like, whoa, you're ready to get married. <laughs> That's great. I love that. That's so great. Oh, yeah. you, you are on tonight, Rachel. You're coming up with some great. I, I, mean, oh, I, I mean, honestly, I'm like, this is awesome. You are like there. Great. Keep it up. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but but they were so cute and of course elizabeth has to interrupt them well yeah of course yeah and, uh he is you see he keeps leaning over and uh his stomach is hurting and when i first saw that i thought oh he has his appendix is gonna burst that's what i thought me too me too i have the same thought oh yeah. my goodness yeah because i've had my appendix out so i know of what i speak <laughs> when it comes to appendixes and mm. it turns out i guess it's his gallbladder oh. and yeah i guess so yeah and so so florence gets ned a birthday present but they get sent the wrong present right the wrong order mm. from like the catalog or whatever and it ends up being a bee keeper outfit and <laughs> he is so excited he's like how do you know i've always wanted one and so it was it was like something out of a sci-fi novel it was very exciting he's out there with his beekeeping outfit like oh, oh he looked like the uh the he looked like the uh cpa people in monsters incorporated you know They're okay like, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 oh, yeah. Uh-huh. oh my goodness yeah. but then he passes out yeah down the stairs it's pretty dramatic and florence is rushing towards him and it's pretty a lot so but before Mm -hmm. that happens you have faith talking to clara and faith says right out outright to clara says i wouldn't take him back which i thought was kind of interesting (laughs) yep i i yeah i think i think the big city has has made faith a little more um outspoken and a little mm-hmm. you know she's got that confidence i mean which i love and i know that andrea has, has told me how much she loved playing that part you're know, playing it playing that character that way and and it's just it 
it's it's fun, but it is a very different face. We are seeing a different different mm-hmm. face this season, I think. Yeah, and I think it was needed because all of us that are kind of have this modern perspective and are like, what are you doing? We needed somebody in the town to be like, uh, kick them to the curb. What is this? You know, yep. like this is yep. not appropriate. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, yep. So it was good. And then we have a new guy in town uh, and yep. find out his name is Christopher. And uh, first Henry says, Henry Gowan says, I know how far you've come. I suggest you get back there, which is a pretty shocking thing to say to your son. Yeah. Did you suspect immediately that it was his son? Uh not it, it maybe not absolutely immediately but it wasn't very long before i thought okay yeah i, I mean i may I, may not have been my very first thought but i but uh and that particular actor that was that's really cool because i i i interviewed him like back when he was first starting out and i know how far he's come and it was mm-hmm. just really cool to see him see him in that role so i think that's that was probably more what I was doing first. Then I'm like, okay, now he must have a connection to Henry. And that was the only one I could think of. So you've seen how far he's come, but you don't want him to get back there. No, right, right. How far you've come. I suggest you get back there. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. I didn't think about that. You're right, yeah. Like that's a pretty strong thing to say to your son. Like, get back there. I don't want you in my life at all. So that was interesting. And you think you also have a scene where Nathan is teaching Allie how to ride. And this seemed a little unrealistic to me. I get it. The show's not super realistic, but still, I feel like if you were living in a frontier town at that time and you were as old as Allie would is, you would know how to ride. You would think, but then again, I don't think Robert knew how to ride very well the other the other episodes, did he? It seemed like he was... It just seems like it would be like a necessity he, in that day and age, at that time, you would know how to ride. You would think, uh, but I guess it makes a good story. I guess that's, I know, there are those times where... And yeah. It made a good story. It made a good story. <laughs> that, that particular part made Fair a good storyline, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have had her like learning how to ride better or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's not a big unless, deal. It was just something yeah, I was like, yeah. ah, come on, she would know how to ride. Well, unless his job, unless she's basically had to raise herself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to admit that I, I don't really know about about all the all the tradi- all the things that happened, you know, back to, I just I just don't know. Yeah. So I so if she's really just had to raise herself and Nathan hasn't taken the time, I mean I mean I just I don't know. Yeah. But I do definitely see your point. Who knows? So then you have Rosemary uh, with Lee and Lee tells her that he was the one who asked Dottie to buy the dress shop. Yeah. And Rosemary is cutting carrots and she's going to murder someone. <laughs> I know. I know. Was she not? I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's mad because she feels like 
he should have consulted her. He, like, he felt like, oh, this is going to be a nice surprise. This is going to be good. But then he realized that, oh, Rosemary's not going to like this. And so he's backed out. But then it kind of opened that idea for Dottie. Yeah. And so Rosemary goes a whole day and night without talking to, to Lee. And she, they even eat dinner together. <laughs> they, they don't follow the don't go to bed angry, which is a really stupid rule. Uh, they don't follow that rule in the culture household, evidently. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so that she's kind of upset about that. And, she, and then she later says that uh, she says, Rose, she says, fashions change and I do too. So she, you know, she wants to do something different in her life. She's trying to figure it out. And I think it would be fun if they had her actually do the theater that they talked about a couple seasons. I do too. I have totally had that thought and I, and I would love to see that happen for her because it's just, she, mm -hmm. we all know she needs something. We're talking about Rosemary. She can't just mm -hmm. sit home and be a housewife. Even, yeah. even, even should a little one come along, however they write that, you know, however that mm -hmm. happens, um, she's still not, she's just, she's going to be doing something. She has to, because that's yeah. just Rosemary. She can't, she's not going to sit at home and, and just be a housewife and a mother. Yeah. And I feel like it just combines everything that Rosemary's great at. Her drama, her uh, good way with people, her yeah. charisma, uh, everything. She could do costumes, so it inv involves her fashion, uh, yeah. all of that that she's good at. It could be combined into the theater. And, it, and I feel like it would be a really great sort of setting for lots of stories, too, within Hope Valley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they could do a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what they should do next, but we'll see what they do. Uh, we also have Allie who says to Nathan says, do you still like Mrs. Thornton? And Nathan says, why do you get to ask me about Mrs. Thornton? And I can't ask you about Robert. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. And evidently that Allie used to like Robert, but Robert likes Anna now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, things are getting Think yeah. interesting there. Another, think another, have, another, another, maybe they'll have another love triangle with, with, with our, with our young yeah. folk here. I'd be on board. Do you think that that will get anything between uh, Allie and Robert before the season's over? Or? I don't know. I mean, I think it's a possibility there could be something, but um, I don't look for it to go too far. I mean, it would, I mean, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look for there to be a kiss or anything like that. Mm -hmm. if that's what people, I, I wouldn't, I could be completely wrong, but yeah. I, I don't see it going quite that far. Um, maybe next season, but, but mm. um, I, I don't know. Well, I, we'll it would see. be fun. It would be yeah. something different. They've never done anything like that. True. Maybe a kiss on the cheek. That could happen. Yeah, that would be really cute. Mm -hmm. I just because I'm also thinking of the whole COVID thing. I don't even mm -hmm. know how that goes with with the young people, but maybe they could get away. I just I I don't know yeah. all the protocols and, and how and what and how that kept 
thing. I, I just, I just don't know. But yeah, that would be cute. A kiss on the cheek would be cute. Yeah, that even would. It, I like know, that. Even, even if it meant that it threw them all into turmoil, and you mm -hmm. had Ellie crying and Robert being upset, and I mean, I don't know. It'd be, it, mm -hmm. it, it, I could see that being a fun storyline. You know what they not for Allie and Robert, but would be a fun thing they could do. Have you ever seen the the miniseries Wives and Daughters? By what, chance, which one? called Wives and Daughters. No, I haven't. It's BBC. Anyway, at the, well, spoiler okay. alert. But at the end, they one of the characters has a, a flu or whatever, and it's not like a horrible yeah. illness or anything. But they can't touch each other, so they have to social yeah. distancing in the 1800s. And uh, <laughs> anyway, they have this great scene where he proposes, but they have to be. It's in the rain too, and she's she's far away, Aww. and he's far away, and you just see them looking at each other like oh, and it's so good. And they they get engaged, Aww. but they can't touch each other because of this quarantine. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why has nobody else done that in 2020? <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it would be great. Perfect. It would be perfect for one calls the heart. Whoever Elizabeth yeah. decides. They just have to stay socially distanced because she's quarantined for whatever convoluted reason. And they just get to stare in each other's eyes. And you're, oh. that'd, be very, that'd, that'd be really that'd be good. Very romantic. Yeah, that'd be great. And I think Wives and Daughters is on Netflix. So it's really oh, okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that one up. It sounds good. Yeah, it's so good. So anyway, and then we have uh, Siegel Lee when he was getting the shop he said i thought you should be your own boss sorry for i'm sorry for sticking my nose in your business and then they kind of make up and it's gonna be so interesting where rosemary goes she's making this list yeah. of her career possibilities mm -hmm. uh, one thing i wondered about where has fiona gone what is going on she's been gone a couple episodes now well i know i think she'd be I think she'll be back. She, 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 she had to go somewhere. I can't remember where they said she's going. She was taking a trip somewhere or going to visit somebody. I, I know she'll be, I, I am, I'm quite positive she comes back. I don't, I think she's I mean, I would hope through. so. Do you know if yeah. Kayla was on another show or something? I really don't know. I, that I, I have not had the opportunity to talk to her. So I, yeah, I was just know. curious. I'm looking at her IMDb. Um, uh, she doesn't, I mean, the only other thing she has is the magicians, but that was way back in 2020. So who knows, but I'm kind of surprised. There must've been some reason that Kayla was gone for them to do yeah, this. Probably. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. Anyway, if you're listening, Kayla, let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, so then Elizabeth gets this Braille book for Angela and the only thing I wondered about this is that I think it's kind of hard to read Braille. Like, I, 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 I know. Yeah. They, I think, I mean, they say, oh, you don't have the training for teaching people that are, uh, that are, uh, that are sight deprived. Mm -hmm. right. And I think you need special training to teach Braille. Yeah, I know. I, 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 Remember thinking the same thing and thinking, you know, so how is she going to learn to read Braille? Who's going to teach her? Right. Um, and when, it, because, be, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's doable. I realize that. I mean, I'm sure Elizabeth 
could have some kind of guide that she looks at, but it's not like she's going to be able to do it quickly. And when is she going to have the time when she's when she's teaching and making edits on her book and right. and and uh, <laughs> courting courting Lucas or whatever she's doing and trying to and still and and Nathan or however that's working. I don't even know anymore. Um, so when does she have time to do any of this, you know, plus be a mom, plus be an admin? Yeah, but this seems to have won over Minnie. She is now on team Elizabeth. Yes, and I did notice that. Mm-hmm. Joe's, Joseph tells her, you're either on team, he says, you're either trust Elizabeth Thornton or you trust God, one or the other. There's no other choices, mm-hmm. <laughs> which... I thought it was a little bit funny. Uh, like yeah. she seemed to be doing a fine job by herself. Why does she need help? That I don't know. Uh, yeah. But nevertheless, yeah. this is the way of Hope Valley. You either trust yeah. Elizabeth Thornton or God. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, mean, I hope. You, I hope. You, I hope. You, I hope you could trust both. I mean, I hope they just. I hope. I would hope you could trust both. Yeah. That would be my. That'd be what I would want to do. Yeah, I. Would, I mean, I. I think. Yeah, that would be my choice as well. <laughs> Not either or. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Carson gets another letter, and it turns out that he turned down the offer in for faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, we can buy what we need, but we can't buy what you and I share together. And I am kind of more on faith's side here because... Yeah, I feel like if they can handle her going to Chicago to get her doctorate, they should be able to handle her, him going to Baltimore to do this. They're not married. So I think it's fine. What do do you think? I'm right with you. I'm not, I'm honestly not, I mean, I will just say, and I don't know anything. And I know people might think, well, you work for Paul Green, so you know, actually, no, I don't. I honestly don't. And even Mm -hmm. if I did, I wouldn't say anything, but I don't. Okay. I actually don't because I made it clear. I didn't, I don't want to know. It's like, we're not talking about that. I'm not even sure that, but just coming from my perspective as a viewer, as a viewer, Mm -hmm. I have no problem with Carson going to Baltimore. It wouldn't bother me. I think actually I could see it potentially as being a good test for their relationship. And then he's not, I, I, I'm with Faith on this, but he, you know, he, you don't want him to come back years later and be looking at her and saying, she's the reason I give up a chance at my dream. You, you don't want right. that. And Faith doesn't want that. Faith can see that that could be a possibility. She didn't give up her dreams for Carson. So now it's time yeah. for Carson to not give up his. Now, if he doesn't want to come back to Hope Valley, then we might have an issue. You know, if after the fellowship's done and he doesn't want to come back, well, then there's going to have to be a dialogue and they're going to have to figure out where they go from here. But yeah, I, I don't, and, and, and I think it might even be good for Faith to be on her own, you know, maybe mm-hmm. be, maybe, maybe give her some experience. She, she, knows, she has all the medical practice. training. Yeah. Let, yeah her, right. let her do it. And yeah, I don't, I don't think there'd be a problem. I personally mm-hmm. don't. And, and I, and I'm not trying to see that, say that that means that, that Carson's at, that Carson's gone and never comes back. I do, I'm not saying I, I don't want that. I want him to come back because I mean ultimately mm-hmm. I want them together. I think that'd be wonderful. I'm not I'm I'm not anti having them together. Right. Uh, but 
but uh, but that's just I I say I'm I'm with you. I, I I'm I'm on Faith's side on this one too. Yeah, it's kind of like with Trace on Chesapeake Shores that if if I was having a relationship with Trace, I would want him to go on the tour anyway because I don't want to be the person, especially if we're not married. I don't want to be the person that is keeping him from his dreams and the person that he's going to resent his whole life. And even if he's saying, Oh, I won't, you know, that he needs to go and do this. And there are, there are other ways that we can continue our relationship. Even at this time, they could still make phone calls. They could still write letters and uh, they could still do everything that they uh, you know, can do to keep the relationship going. And so, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we have a scene with Joe and Jesse and he's talking and they says, who would you say is the most important in your marriage? And Joe has made this swing for his family. And he says, you need in any marriage, you need two legs and a cross beam to hold you together. And the cross beam is God. So again, like we talked about it being more faith-based than we've seen in a while. We just want to take a break from the show just to have a little check-in before we go on in the show. We actually want to talk about our sponsor for this week, um, BetterHelp. Uh, In 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about your mental health, about your happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It can make us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you've got stress, insecurity, problems in your relationship, um, aren't not dealing well with things going on in your life. And that's what therapy can be. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed because normal humans struggle and they start to feel better and that's okay. It's good to start to feel better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers you video, phone, or a live chat session with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. The good thing is BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Hallmarkies podcasts. And listeners can get 10% off of their first month of better at betterhelp.com slash Hallmarkies. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Hallmarkies. Carson and Nathan talk. And I thought that was actually a pretty funny scene when they're like yeah, going back was. and forth, back and forth. It was, it was. It yeah. And they say, I'm not, and they end up both saying, I'm not giving up at the same time. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, it was. I agree. Yeah. And then we find out that Christopher is Gowan's son. And there's been like a little bit of flirting between Gowan's mm-hmm. son, Christopher and Rachel. And we actually just interviewed Jennifer Laporte, who plays Rachel. We had her interview this week. So if you haven't listened to that, check it out. She's super fun. And so where do you think that's going? I kind of wonder if we're going to get it another, this is like Jesse part two. Because people forget. I, I said the same thought, yeah. Yeah, people forget that Jesse was a villain when he started. Yeah. He was. 
It was Robin swindling the preacher and everything. Yeah, though I'm 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 kind of with you. I'm thinking that you have this this young sheltered girl who that who now her she's she's interested in the bad boy. She's got a thing for the bad boy. I mean, she doesn't see him that way, mm-hmm. of course, but he's he's reckless and he's but he's also charming and all those things and and yeah, I'm I'm and so yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking it's it's a similar it's a similar dynamic i'm getting that feel so one to ten what would you give this episode no regrets i'll go with an eight yeah i think that's probably pretty fair it's a pretty good episode all right so let's talk about episode seven this before my very eyes and you have the main thrust of this episode is all surrounding ned being in a coma because they have to do surgery on him for his gallbladder and just before he goes in the coma, he proposes to Florence. And that was super great. I loved that. I, I thought that Loretta Walsh did a great job in this whole run, these, both these episodes. She was really good, believable, honest. You felt for her character. And I, I, I liked it a lot. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, and then I love watching Rothgar as Ned. I, mm-hmm. I love watching him because I've talked to you, you know, I've met him a couple times and I've talked to him and it's always been, well, Ned needs a romance. Oh no, <laughs> Ned's bald and there's better looking guys. So he's not. And so the whole thing, and then, I, then it's like, I'm like, look at this. Now he's got a whole romance and he's like, and and his character is so much more fun and has been so much, it's been so fun to watch his character fall in love. And I want to, and I also want to go back to Rothgar and say, see, I told you, I told you that he needed romance in his life. We've all been <laughs> saying this. I'm not the only one who said this. You know, that's always when we get asked at the Hardy's Family reunion is, well, when's Ned going to get, get, get a woman in his life? Oh, he's never going to get a woman in his life. <laughs> and now he does. <coughs> Yeah, I and I think they work really well together, have really fun chemistry, and I hope we continue to get more of them together. I never thought that we would have a Ned and Florence wedding by the end of the season, but I could totally see it happening, and I'm for it. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Clara is worried about running the dress shop, and it's no wonder because she has two other jobs. So. I was stressed out as well. Right. Yeah. Because I mean she's supposedly working at the diner and also at the uh single-handedly running Fiona's barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I get her stress at that. And we find out that the adoption is proceeding. They're going to have the official uh ceremony and uh, Allie gets to put a certain number of people on her list. She does not put Elizabeth, Mrs. Thornton on her list. And they have a yeah. conversation about that. Mm-hmm. And she finally agrees. And, uh, and then uh, she says, do I have to put Mr. Bouchard on the list? <laughs> He's like, no, it's okay. So. Yeah. And she I, says, I, I, yeah. That- yeah. And she said, he says, Mrs. Thornton is happy. Isn't that what we want for the people we care about? 
And she's like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> oh, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that it was good. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and you know, bringing that, I, I bringing that particular line up, what I really love now I, for me, I'm, I'm not big as to who Elizabeth picks. I'm, I'm really not, mm-hmm. but I think what we are seeing from Nathan is such unconditional love for Elizabeth because for him to say she's happy and it's like, he's not pushing. I mean, he could be kind of uh, a little now na- he could be nasty. He could be, he could be, um, very unkind about the whole situation um mm-hmm. kind of like uh, it when it seemed to be going more toward nathan in the past sometimes we saw lucas being a little more unkind i think at times kind of a little bit not, not as nice but you have nathan who he's still being so kind yeah and nice and saying we want her happy. And when he said that line, I just had this thought of, wow, that's unconditional love. That's the kind of love that no matter who Elizabeth ends up with, how cool to see that portrayed in a show. I, I like getting to see that because we don't mm-hmm. always see that. We always, you know, we tend to see the, the, the kind of love that's so self-seeking. And I, so I, I like yeah. that. That's true. And he's not really like passive aggressive about it either. He's just right. kind of right. And, and sometimes I actually would like to see a little bit more fire in there, a little bit more, know. you know, know. there's I that know. side of me too, but right. I, agree. Yeah. I get your point as well. And I agree. I like that. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah. yeah. we forgot to mention that there's also the scene in the previous episode with where they, they go to lunch, Lucas and Elizabeth, yeah. and they yeah. are in the car after being in the rain and they almost kiss. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How did we forget yeah. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just so caught I, up in Ned and Florence. I don't know how we forgot that. <laughs> yeah. And so then Lucas yeah. says, every man has his secret sorrows, which honestly I thought was a little corny. <laughs> I team Lucas, but I'm like, come on. Well, I know, I know. Yeah, well, well, sometimes, well, just remember who his mother is. Yeah. You know, probably, he probably grew up hearing those kinds of phrases. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. But it seems to have worked because Elizabeth, yeah. that impacts her. And she's like, I don't want you mm-hmm. to have your secret sorrows. Because yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it starts out <laughs> where she is very reticent for any kind of affection. She doesn't want to hold his hand. She doesn't yeah. want to. Uh, and, and these men must be just so smitten with her. Because I don't know a lot of men that would put up with all of this. They would be like, okay, who else can I date in town? Yeah, right, right. There's more women. There, there, there's more. There are more women to go around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we get a scene with uh, with Joe trying to put on a candlelight a vigil for Ned. Yes, and we yeah. kind of learn more, a little bit more about his reticence to be a preacher in Hope Valley. There's something that happened in the previous town that they don't want to talk about. So I know. I kind of wonder, I mean, if it was any other show, I would think it was maybe something, maybe they weren't treated well because he's black. I, but I don't know know if they will go that, go there here in 
uh, in Hope Valley, but there's something that people didn't like. We'll have to see. So then we have uh, Christopher and Gowan, and they have kind of a heated discussion uh, because uh, he's talking about, I guess, his stepdad, Jerry. And, uh, and he says, Jer- Jerry told him, he calls, calls Jerry his dad, first of all. And then he says that Jerry thinks you're dishonest. And so they have this kind of discussion and he's sort of surprised to see the fact that Gallen works with the people at the oil thing, like helping them. And, and but Christopher says, I'd like to stay here and learn something from you. But Lucas is very skeptical of Christopher. And earlier yeah. in in the episode, he pickpockets yeah. from uh, from Lee, uh, a uh, a um, pocket watch. Yeah. And so Lee's missing the pocket watch. Lucas ex- su- suspects him. He says, "If I find you picking pockets, you'll be out of here." Mm-hmm. So. One thing I wondered is Elizabeth is there at the infirmary waiting outside all day, all night. Where is baby Jack? Well, at home with the, at home with the nanny, right? I guess she's there all day, all night. Yeah, well, <laughs> Laura, is it Laura the nanny, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, well, she's, she's old enough. Yeah, she can, she's old Laura is old enough to get married and have her own child, so she could certainly take care of Jack. That's true. I mean, I always just think she would get Jack. I mean, obviously because of COVID, but but she would probably have Jack with her. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that would, but but I think I think again, you're also right that COVID had something to do. There there are there are a few things that happened this season that may not have happened had we not been, had we not had these strict COVID protocols in place. Right. Yeah. So then uh, Nathan tries to give Elizabeth a blanket and they have this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and then, uh, and then Ali says that uh, or he says, Allie thinks that it'll be just the same after. Um, he says, adopting Allie is the single best thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, uh, that's when Elizabeth says, have you, have you ever lost someone so close to your heart that it tears you apart? And Nathan says, not yet. So uh, it's pretty strong. I wish that they would have more alone time with both of them. I know it's mm-hmm. only an hour show, yeah, but we've I never know. really even had Nathan and Elizabeth on a date of any size, like any real extended time where they've been talking for yeah. long, like a long period of time. Like, I don't know. I wish that we'd get a little more with that. I, yeah. We've had more with, with Lucas, uh, but mm-hmm. So then uh, uh, Elizabeth, that's when Elizabeth says to Lucas, I says, I don't want you to have any secret sorrows. And uh, so, and then Elizabeth asks 
Lucas to walk her home holding and they hold hands. Yeah. So that was like, yeah. woo! Yeah. Huge yeah. news! Yeah, how true. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. like Times Square news. This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> we have Ned waking up and Tim being the perfect man, unlike Jesse. And we have yes, him saying, yes. did I ask you to marry me? And did you say yes? And she nods and she, he says, good. Yay! Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it was just so great. I I was, I was, yeah. I love that. I, yeah. I'm so telling cool. you, Ned and Florence moving up the couple oh, uh, yeah. rankings. Oh, yeah. Huge. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good because think of, think of the, the, the typical viewer of Hallmark, there, there is not, I mean, it's not a young person there, you know, there, you have a lot of older people that yeah, watch the true. show and how cool to see, to see, oh, Ned can find love. Okay. Ned can find love. Florence can find love. Yeah. Oh, there's still hope true. for me. But, I mean, I'm 40. I, there's a hope. It gives me hope. What can he say? Very good. Me hope. Hey, hey it gives me <laughs> hope right. too, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to be 47, so it gives me hope. <laughs> if you're interested, put in the comments section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're ready to go. <laughs> uh, That's a good, oh, wow. You are, so, you are definitely on that, Rachel. <laughs> I love it. And then Bill, I did like when he says, they. I think it's Allie or one of them, I can't remember who's, who asks him, do you like being a judge? And he says, better than a poke in the eye. <laughs> Or maybe it's Lee because oh, he has, Lee wants to try on the outfit. But that yes, I thought that was yes. funny. <laughs> Better than yeah, a poke in the eye. That should be my new. And when people are like, "Do you like doing the podcast?" Better than a poke in the. <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness. Oh. That was funny to me. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I felt like Allie was sort of super awkward when she's standing there with elizabeth and nathan and it's almost like yes. a, a wedding yes that was her intention <laughs> that was her intention. That was her oh, yeah. whole intention we knew that i was yeah. it, what was so weird about that okay this is what was so weird about that i'm watching it earlier in the episode and i was like ali's being a matchmaker here and so i found this gift this little gift where you had like person standing you know you had somebody standing in front of these two people and said now it says now you can now you may kiss and i watched this scene i'm like oh my goodness that's just like the gift i didn't know that was gonna happen <laughs> i felt like it was the very scene i had tweeted out like oh okay. <laughs> you know, like, spoiler alert sorry <laughs> i know i didn't know that was gonna happen i felt like that that was like the next thing was, uh, yeah anyway that's funny and there we go. That's the end of the episode. And it was very fun. I enjoyed this one a lot. I would say, uh, so we gave the other one an eight. Um, in the world of When Calls the Heart, just because of Ned and Florence were so great. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a nine. Wow. I know. I, I well... I'm going to give it an 8.5. So, mm, so yeah. you actually rated it higher. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I possibly could move it up to an 8.75. I'm not ready to say a 9. Let me watch all the rest of the episodes. I have such a hard time because it's like, 
I I feel like I want to give it still some cushion because I'm waiting for the wedding. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for that wedding that I'm hopeful will happen between Ned and Florence. And, you know, I want to be able, I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be a big yeah. episode. But you could very well be right. It could be a nine. Yeah, I mean, if Ned Yost Yost going to a coma and then proposing, if that doesn't get you a nine, I don't know what will. I mean, (laughs) you you have you have a good point there. I hadn't really thought about that. Well, and we get my rate. I'll do my rating, but but I will say, (laughs) Rachel is giving it a nine. This has to be like an. She doesn't give. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't give out nines often at all. <laughs> yes, and we get a Lucas Elizabeth hand holding, which again is like oh, second base true. in Hot that's Valley. True. So this is very true. exciting. So anyway, it was really good. I loved the whole dynamic between actually all the dynamics. I pretty much loved except for mm-hmm. Jesse being a butt. Everybody else I really enjoyed. Well, but again, yeah. part of his re- larger story. So. Let us know what you think, would, what grade you would give both of these episodes. Were you into them? I would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And uh, Ruth, where can people find you? You can find me, Ruth Hill 74 on Twitter, um, Instagram, um, Facebook. You can find um, Media from the Heart. And that is also my website, which actually the website address is mydevotionalthoughts.net great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all over social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes so please check over there and then also make sure you're following the podcast on homeworkies pod and homeworkies podcast all over social media and if you are listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews we so appreciate that and if you are watching on youtube please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much we also have our patron group which we have watch alongs which we have a really fun one planned in april coming up we'll let you know what it is mm. we had paul campbell last month so it was pretty fun and then we also have our merch store which has tons of hardies inspired merch so make sure to check that out and thanks so much ruth this is a lot of fun and we will talk in two That's weeks great. bye everyone